Hey you, it's Rachel O'Mara. I'm host of the podcast, and I'm so glad that you are here. We are discussing tips and proven strategies in the world of emotional intelligence so that you can rise to your next level of leadership without the overwhelm. I'm also the author of the book, Pause, harnessing the life-changing power of giving yourself a break based on my burnout of Google and all the things that I've learned since that are really in this realm of neuroscience, psychology, and emotional intelligence. If you're interested to download my free guidebook for how to get over out of overwhelm, I invite you to do that at rachelomera.com slash guidebook. Just so excited. Let's just start and dive in. Hey, you, Rachel here, and I have a very cool, very groundbreaking concept today to talk to you about how to map your flow and why that's so important as a corporate leader. Let me get into this. Flow, flow state. We've all heard of this, right? It's in the zone. It's when we're feeling in the groove. Athletes talk about it like the zone. Corporate leaders, I would think, and leaders just talk about being in the groove, right? You've you've hit your groove and it's like time doesn't exist. When we're in flow, as you know, maybe you've been in it, right? Think of the last time you were in flow. What were you doing? When and how did that happen for you? Maybe you lost track of time. Maybe you felt really good and you just embraced what you were doing and you just felt super excited about what it was and kind of got a little high out of it. We've all kind of experienced this in different ways. The key with flow is that it's actually a map. And I want to share with you how this works. This is from the work of Mahali Cheeks at Me High, right? So Mahali Cheeks at Me High uh, really came up with this term flow state. And you can check him out in the Wikipedia. He's written lots of papers and I think he even has a TED talk about this. He is no longer with us. He passed away in 2021. Uh, but I want to bring his work in today because it's so important as I really do think this is a map to know how to get out of burnout. In my opinion, if people knew they were in flow or not, and then they were able to map themselves in these other states that kind of go, are around flow, then you could decide how to do something different. So here's how this works. Let me let me share with you. And I know you don't have a visual. So if you want to go to the Wikipedia page for Mahali Cheeks at Mihai, you'll see this cool graphic. It's like a pinwheel with different states, but I'm going to visualize this for you. So imagine you've got an X and Y axis, X axis, right? X axis, you've got skill level from low to high. So what is your skill level? And on the Y axis, you've got challenge from low to high. Low is at the very bottom and challenge is at the very high. So if you're in flow state, what do you think, where does that match? It's, it's kind of where your skills meet the challenge. So it's not like you're doing things without skill, whatever your skill is, there's a challenge there. And that's what flow is, was when you've met the challenge in the right appropriate amount of skill. And that makes sense, right? So imagine whatever you were doing when you were in flow, there was a skill associated with it. You probably put hours in on practice or you've developed your talents enough to know what that is. Like it might be gardening, let's say, right? It's not necessarily a talent, but well, maybe it is for me, it's a talent because I, I don't have a lot of green thumb in me, <laughs> but there's a skill there, right? You need to know how to till the soil, you know how to tend the plants, water the plants well, uh, do something in a way that feels good. So what happens when you are not in flow? Like, let's say you feel bored at work. Well, if you were to take that same graph and go from low to high skill, my guess is maybe you've got some good skills, but the challenge is low. 
you're not feeling challenged enough, right? So there's another association with the state. Now that's not flow, maybe that's boredom. And and the graphic is boredom's kind of that lower half of challenge, right? So there's lower, there's less challenge and skill is like medium because maybe you're not necessarily like fully engaged. So how do you get out of that? And this is great because a lot of times when we're bored or we feel apathy or even ambivalent, it's because we've kind of, we're not necessarily challenged. We don't feel like we're motivated in a way that challenges us. So we have to increase our skills. <laughs> if we increase our skills, we're going to move over in that graph back up to flow because our skills, either we're going to develop them and the challenge also needs to rise. It's actually more of the challenge, I think, in this case with the boredom, right? So so you might need to take on something new, or maybe that means you've exhausted all your, your opportunities at this in this role and you need to go outside of the role to get something that serves you in this challenge or ask for a new project or whatever that might be. That's the key with flow. So depending on where you are on this map, maybe you're bored, maybe, you, maybe you're overwhelmed, right? Let's go the opposite way. Maybe you're feeling anxious. Well, that's because maybe the challenge is too high. Maybe you're new on the job and you're like, holy cow, how do I learn all this stuff? Because your skills aren't where they need to be yet. You just started. So the more you can push out the skills, then you'll get into flow because the challenge might stay the same. So all I'm saying here is first know where you are on the map. Where are you in your job? Are you in flow state as a leader? Awesome. Like that's ideal. Like really you can't get better than that, but you can optimize more, right? You can even help others be in flow with you. If you're feeling maybe the less, uh, less challenge, right? Maybe you're bored, you're totally like relaxed, or maybe you're apathetic, which is like super low, then we need to increase the cha the challenges. And if you're on the other end of the spectrum, like you're overwhelmed, you're anxious, it's, we need to increase our skills to get to that challenge, or we have to change the challenges. Right. And so that's the key. And I truly do think that when we're looking at overwhelm, it's these two levers, we either need to increase our skill and maybe that maybe that's an option, maybe it's not, or we need to change the challenge. We need to shift. We need to either set more boundaries. We need to ask for new projects. It just depends on where you are with regards to the flow state. So I want to pause there because this is a big concept. And I also think it's pretty groundbreaking because we don't usually think of flow at all when it comes to feeling stressed and overwhelmed. But the reality is it's actually a big clue as your ideal versus feeling overwhelmed. If we're overwhelmed, clearly we're in this bucket where the challenge is too high and we can't access maybe the skills we need or we don't have the skills or there's more challenges than we can take on, like all these things, which a lot, which lead us to feeling anxious or worried, which is in the map here on the far left and the X and Y axis. So what are you getting out of this for yourself? Because I think there's a takeaway here for every one of us who's listening to know if you're if you're not like there are parts of our lives where we're in flow which is great and there might be parts of our lives where we're not in flow and all that means by the way is to say oh okay well i'm i'm clearly taking too much on there's too many challenges here so what can i do to to shift that can i lower the challenges meaning maybe setting boundaries maybe taking something off my plate maybe prioritizing the three things versus the 10 things or do i increase my skills somehow do i keep on these challenges, but my skills will increase so that I match them to get myself into flow. And this all comes down to personal choice, right? Like, I think that's the key. 
flow exists between boredom and anxiety. So we have to either add the challenge or increase skill to maintain the flow. I think that's a really key concept here. And when you think about stress, it's so simple. Like this is the, this is the key. How do I shift this? So I'm in back in my flow because flow is where the joy is, right? Like think about this zone, right? And I want to share a little bit of the science behind that because I think it's important to note, right? So flow, like if you notice flow, you've lost track of time, let's say, right? There's this, there's the science behind this, which, uh, which, which is really important. So the human brain processes these things at 110 milliseconds, meaning, uh, you know, that's, that's to give you a, to give you a range. So we process speaking, what you're hearing me say right now, you're processing at 60 milliseconds in your brain. So when you're in flow, you're at peak processing, right? So that's, you're taking all the 110 things of, uh, of the, of the, how the brain is optimized for, for practice, which means you're not sensing anything else. Everything is getting directed to this. So that's why we lose sense of time. We're losing awareness of things like other, other things. Like you don't hear anything. You don't, you maybe don't, um, smell anything. Like there's things like that because we're optimizing neural processing and we're all directing it towards the activity we're doing. I love knowing that because it makes a lot of sense to me knowing that. And then we wonder, we feel like we're in flow. It's, there's actually a neurological reason. And if we take too much on, that's why we're, our brain is over-processing. It's at this, it's, it's going, it's being asked to go beyond 110 milliseconds. So what's interesting to me is if you ever hear two people speak at the same time, and then you like, can't follow both of them, right? Like you can kind of get pieces of each one, but it's really hard to track two conversations continuously at once. So that would be if you add 60 and 60, right? Remember I said 60 is a one person speaking, that's 120. That's above the human processing of 110 optimization of milliseconds. So what that means is we can't do that. Like our brains are not allowed, like they don't, they don't process at that level. So we lose parts of the two conversations. That's why multitasking is challenging, right? We don't still, we lose IQ 10%, by the way, when we multitask. And so no wonder we want to be in flow because we're at this peak 110. So our brains are humming along. We're super excited because we're doing something that feels really good. And, uh, and then we're, we're not over it. We're like, if we're feeling if we're getting asked to do more, then we're over that 110. Like that's the anxiety kicking in. That's the worry kicking in. If we're below that, if we're like, you know, lower, that's when we're bored because our brains have this capacity it wants to fill. So I just love knowing this. And I hope you love knowing this because it makes so much sense to me why we're burning out and why people <laughs> across the planet, one out of three in business, one out of two in healthcare are <clears throat> at their wits end and and not able to do things. And, but a part of it lays on us to shift into flow. And how do we do that? We either lower the skill or we lower the challenge or we raise one. And that's it, people. That's it. Which might mean we shift the systems we're in and make requests at work for something different. That's our personal power we can we can talk about. And I, uh, I hope you get to listen to that episode about the inner CEO, because I talk a lot about personal power there. But I think this is a big, huge game changer when we start to think about mapping our flow and where we are with burnout. I hope that this is helpful for you. And I know we don't have a visual, but go to the Wikipedia page and Mahali's name is super hard to, to, uh, to, to spell. Mahali cheeks at me high. So just look up flow state, Wiki's flow state. 
and uh, you'll you'll see that there. We do a lot of work about this in my course, Executive Leadership Accelerator. We have a whole module on it. Uh, I've talked a lot about this with my my one-on-one clients because people are under the assumption that like flow state is some phenomenon that doesn't exist if I'm feeling burned out. Well, yeah, but you can also get there through shifting these skills and these challenges. But if you see the visual, it becomes way more manageable to, to, to know what to do because you're going to see where you fall in the map and you're going to be like, oh, I'm just bored. I'm just, or I'm just, I'm just in this worry mode, which is me not matching the skills. I need to grow these skills or I need to decrease the challenges. And that will serve me to be in flow state. I hope this is helpful for you, corporate leaders. I know you've got this. And if you if you have questions, you want to see more, know more, just message me. I'm happy to share more tools, give you some thoughts around that. I've got a lot of really good resources in this. And uh yeah, this is a big, this is a big one. <laughs> so thank you so much. And I wish you all the best. Excited to hear how it goes with you with flow. Enjoy being more in flow and how to get there now that you have the map. Thanks for listening today to the podcast. You rock. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate us, leave your review. I'd love to hear from you and help us get the word out to all of those who are in search of wanting to get out of overwhelm and rise to their next level of leadership. If you think this that you might benefit from these tools or know anyone else who would just invite them to join us, share this episode with them, give them, give them the go ahead, the green light, something that you found interesting. And I'm sure they will also. Thanks so much for listening. Remember sharing is caring and I'll see you next time right here on the podcast. Mm-hmm.